Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. My name is Nolan Bicknell, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Zirk. Today on River City 360, we'll hear an update on CJNU's recent pledge drive and learn more about how listener support continues to help the station provide the community with great programming. Then, we attended the Jewish Foundation of Manitoba's 40th Annual Luncheon. We got to speak with President Anita Wartsman about the foundation and some important milestones that they've recently celebrated. And we'll also hear from the Winnipeg Foundation CEO, Rick Frost, who was the guest speaker at the event. And finally, Noah Ehrenberg joins us to discuss the latest in citizen journalism through the lens of Community News Commons. All this, some great music, and much, much more on today's episode of River City 360. Hello and good morning. You're listening to River City 360. My name is Robert Zirk, here along with Nolan Bicknell, and it's already the 1st of November. Hopefully the uh, yeah. time change didn't throw anyone fall, off too much. Fall behind, right? So does that mean we gained an hour of sleep or lost an hour of sleep? We got an extra hour. Oh, okay, well, why don't I feel refreshed and awake then? Maybe you just need a coffee. <laughs> that, that could be it. <laughs> oh, well. Coming up... Uh, after the musical break, last week was CJNU's second annual pledge drive. We're going to tell you how much money they made, the final tally, and we'll hear from some of the people behind the scenes that really make CJNU run. But first, Halloween was yesterday, and if there's one song you've got to play around this time of year, it's oh, I this know. classic. It, let me guess, Monster Mash? From 1962. It is absolutely Monster Mash. Here's Bobby, Boris Pickett, and the Crypt Kickers, right here on River City 360. For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It caught on in a flash He did the mash He did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble to get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash They did the monster mash The zombies were having fun The party had just begun The guests included Wolfman Dracula and his son The scene was rocking All were digging the sounds Igor on chains Back by his baying hounds The coffin bangers Were about to arrive With their vocal group The Crypt Kicker Five They played the mash They played the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They played the mash It got on in a flash They played the mash They played the monster mash out from his coffin rack's voice did ring Seemed she was troubled by just one thing Opened the lid and shook his fist and said Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash It's now the monster mash The monster mash And it's a graveyard smash It's now the mash It's 
on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Jack's a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And you, my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. Thank you for listening to River City 360. Nolan Bicknell here with my co-host Robert Zirk. Uh, so Robert, last week we mentioned CJNU was doing their annual fundraiser and we heard from Bill Stewart and Chris Stevens of CJNU just sort of what makes it such a great station and what makes it such a good asset uh, for the community here. But uh, we've now learned, uh, thanks to your generosity, the generosity of, of our listeners and listeners to CJNU, they were able to raise uh, 21, 000, over $21,000, which is about 40% more than last year. So well done, and thank you uh, to everyone who donated to for your contributions. Uh, CJNU is entirely, almost entirely run by volunteers, and to give you some perspective, we spoke with Christy Donaldson. She's the creative production coordinator, creative and production coordinator at CJNU. She told us about how important volunteers are to this station. Without them, there would no, be no CJNU. Um, we're basically volunteer run, so yeah, that's that's it really. If there were no volunteers, we wouldn't exist. We also spoke with Lucy Drury. She's the administrative assistant here at CJNU, and we asked her what it's like working somewhere that's nearly 100% volunteer-driven. It's wonderful, um, especially for us uh, retired people. It gives us something to do. It gets us up in the morning. You meet wonderful people. Uh, it's fun. Um, what else can I say? It's, it's just an enjoyable thing. So CJNU is a fantastic part of Winnipeg's diverse community, and on behalf of everyone here at River City 360, I just wanted to say congratulations on a successful pledge drive uh, last weekend. And, uh, I, I mean, we're extremely thankful and proud to be a part of your great lineup of music and show. So thank you very much to CJNU. Robert? Thanks, Nolan. And if you'd like to support CJNU, you can still do so. Just visit cjnu.ca or call 204-942-CJNU. That's 204-942-2568. And don't forget, the Endow Manitoba 24-Hour Giving Challenge is coming up Saturday, November 14th, so two two weeks from yesterday. Uh, If you make a gift to an unrestricted fund at any Manitoba Community Foundation on that day, the Winnipeg Foundation will add an extra support. So for every $5 you give, the foundation will add $1 to a maximum of $2,000 per foundation. So it's a fantastic time to really give back to your hometown community foundation. Last week, we spoke to Linda McLean, the executive director of the Morden Area Foundation, and she mentioned that the Thomas Sill Foundation played a huge role in the establishment of their foundation in Morden. And the same holds true for many other community foundations in Manitoba. So we're going to talk more about that with Hugh Arkley, the executive director of the Thomas Sill Foundation, on the next episode of River City 360. I think it's important to note, too, that Manitoba has almost 
25% of all the community foundations in all of Canada. I think there's around Despite only having 4% of the population. Right. In so Canada, there's I think which... a there's 192 community foundations in all of Canada and Winnip or sorry, Manitoba has 50 of them roughly. So it's More kind of an 50. it's an important part of how we do how we run things here in Manitoba. So if you can support your local community foundation, uh September November the 14th is a great day to do so. Coming up next on River City 360, we'll hear from Anita Wartzman, the board president of the Jewish Foundation of Manitoba, and we'll also hear some comments from Rick Frost, CEO of the Winnipeg Foundation. But first, here's Frankie Carl with Play a Simple Melody right here on River City 360. listening to River City 360. So earlier this week, we attended the Jewish Foundation of Manitoba's 40th annual luncheon event. And uh, the Jewish Foundation of Manitoba is an organization that recently had their 50th anniversary. They've been around for 50 years, and that's not the only milestone they've reached lately. Um, as I mentioned, that their, their 40th annual luncheon was earlier this week. But not only that, they've recently reached their 
a, a level of a hundred million dollar asset base. So um, it's an incredible mark to reach. Uh, the guest speaker at the event was Rick Frost, who is a friend of the show and the CEO of the Winnipeg Foundation. Uh, we received a recording of Rick's speech at the event, which was centered sort of around the culture of generosity here in Manitoba and what it means for philanthropy in our province. As Canadians, we enjoy more freedom to practice philanthropy than most people around the world. Supporting charitable causes of every sort seems to be deeply embedded in our DNA. It is therefore no surprise that Manitoba continuously ranks the highest among Canadian provinces when the Fraser Institute issues its annual generosity index. Uh, that's just a small piece of his clip, but we'll upload the entire speech onto our website. So to hear uh, all of Rick Frost's speech, you can go to rivercity360.org. Uh, we also spoke with Anita Wartsman. She's the board president of the Jewish Foundation of Manitoba. Uh, she told us how important the donors are to the Jewish Foundation and echoed Rick's comments about how generous Manitobans can be. We've had huge generosity from people of, of having really an endowment fund to make sure that this community survives and that we're continuing to support the community, not only the Jewish community, but the general community. Um, and we're, we're indebted to our, benef our, our donors who are very, very generous all the time. The donors, as he said, have very um, distinct uh, objectives and, and distinct needs that, they, that you have to satisfy. And so we've evolved over the years to deal with those, those um, new, new donors that are out there that want more involvement. They want to see what their funds are doing and they want some um, influence over where their funds are going. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about the Jewish Foundation of Manitoba or make a donation, you can visit their website at jewishfoundation.org or call their number 204-477-7525. Coming up after the break, Noah Ehrenberg, the convener of Community News Commons, will join us to discuss the latest stories from Citizen Journalists published recently on CNC. But first, here's the Hollies with just one look right here on River City 360. Will be my 
Thank you for listening to River City 360. Nolan Bicknell here with my co-host Robert Zirk, and we are joined in studio as we are almost every week. We try to get them in out every week by Noah Ehrenberg, the convener of Community News Commons. Noah, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. So we like to ask you to come in and tell us what's going on in Winnipeg through the lens of Community News Commons and through the eyes of citizen journalists here in Winnipeg. So what have you got for us this week? Well, one of the things I like about communitynewscommons.org is that it allows people to write about things that they really care about. And uh, and it also allows uh, people who discover the project uh, for the first time, such as Pearl Bainbridge, uh, who discovered it this week, she decided to write an essay called Downsize This. And basically, Pearl is talking about sort of that emotional uh, and exhausting job of downsizing uh, your place. It's you know, kind of a the, common thing these days, just because things, you know, the price goes up on everything and people, they don't need 202,000 square feet of room. They can kind of... Oh, exactly. And then, of course, people who are retiring or people who are moving out of their uh, their house, mm-hmm. moving in maybe into a condo or maybe into an apartment or even to an assisted living place, mm-hmm. they need to downsize because you can't take all that stuff with you. You acquire and a lot of things over the years. Absolutely. And so it is a real challenging thing for, you know, people who are young and old. So it's it's not really just a, you know, a question of people retiring and then, you know, getting rid of stuff. But Pearl does a really interesting job in writing about this. Her essay is very well written. And um, it it has a lot of emotional uh, points that, uh, you know, in terms of what you go through when you're trying to figure out how do I get rid of this. Right. And then, of course, the children of the people who are moving are sometimes called, and that's Pearl's situation. Oh, she yeah. came in to basically help her uh, mom and dad move out of their place. And now she's got to figure out how do you get rid of this stuff? Right. What do you do with it? And uh, it is a real uh, issue. She does have some, uh, you know, um, advice in terms of you can hire a professional to do this. I know that that might be a little scary for some people in mm-hmm. terms of a professional, you know, basically going through your stuff. Giving them the reins to your entire life. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but in any case, uh, it is, um, it's a really good piece. And I think our listeners would uh, really enjoy reading it on communitynewscommons.org by Pearl Bainbridge, who happens to live in the Interlake area of Manitoba. And that was her first uh, CNC uh, article. Oh, cool. So it's not just winning. Peggers writing for CNC. It's all over Manitoba. Absolutely. Fantastic. So another contrib- contributor to CNC, I know, uh, is Roger Curry, who's a mm-hmm. great CJNU personality. Uh, what did he write about this week? Uh, Roger actually uh, wrote about the new government uh, in Ottawa, which is uh, mm-hmm. under the um, guidance of uh, Justin Trudeau and the uh, majority liberal government that they uh, that they are going to form. But his point, uh, Roger um, is talking about the way this new government is under pressure to do a lot of different things quickly. Right. And so one of the things that uh, is on the plate is the question of what will the government do uh, in Iraq and Syria? Because mm-hmm. at this point in time, Canadian military personnel are still there. Uh, we are still um, uh, have bombing missions over Syria and Iraq uh, against ISIS targets. And uh, during the campaign, uh, Prime Minister, uh, well, he is now Prime Minister-elect, yeah. um, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, he made the promise that those uh, bombing missions would end. And so now the question that Roger asks is, will that happen? Right. And will that happen right away? And um, what is the timeline for these and other things that the government has to take care of? For sure. He definitely made a lot of sort of lofty promises and uh, set a lot of goals for himself. So we'll see how, to, how that plays out in the first uh, couple years of his uh 
of his term. Yeah, and the real work begins in Ottawa, that's for sure. Definitely. Um, so at the end of our segment, we like you to bring us a usually Winnipeg, but sometimes Manitoban artist or sometimes just a Canadian artist uh, for our listeners to hear. So what have you brought for us this week? Well, this is a homegrown band. Uh, they're fairly new. They're called Autumn Still, and um, they're set to launch their um, debut full-length album. They already have an acclaimed EP under their belt. Uh, the name of the full-length album is called uh, When It Was. The um, This pop rock uh, four-piece band, they take over the Goodwill uh, oh, this nice. coming November the 6th to uh, celebrate the release of this debut full-length album. Um, this... Um, uh, their their 2014 EP got a lot of uh, good press, got a lot of good play, um, and this new album is already turning heads, and uh, apparently they will be having a video release, so you should stay oh, cool. tuned for that. Um, they will be hitting the road uh, with tour dates in Ontario and Quebec, as well as stops in the Toronto's famed Horseshoe Tavern. Um, so I thought I'd feature this week the album's uh, first single called The Accused uh, from the band Autumn Still from their album When It Was on 93.7 CJNU FM River City 360. You say you
met my little bright-eyed dog Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I met my little bright-eyed dog Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I worked my courage up And asked her for a little kiss Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I asked her for a little kiss Down by the riverside Down by the riverside She said, have patience, little man I'm sure you'll understand I hardly know your name I said if I can have my way Maybe some sweet day My name and yours will be the same And I can see I'd wet my little bright-eyed dog Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'd wet my little bright-eyed dog Down by the riverside Down by the riverside That's a wrap on this week's episode of River City 360. Thank you very much for listening, and a big thank you to all of our guests that shared their stories with us today. If you want to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg or listen to any of our past episodes, please visit our website at rivercity360.org. That's rivercity360.org. River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. Please give us a call. Our number is 204-944-9474, extension 360 You can leave us a comment about the show, suggest a topic for a future show, or if you have a song that you really want to hear, you can request a tune. So again, that's 204-944-9474, extension 360. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Just search at RiverCity360 on Twitter or RiverCity360 on Facebook. I'm Robert Zirk signing off for River City 360. And I'm Nolan Bicknell. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday, everyone.